Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome. Welcome to the Haunted Estate. And welcome to the Haunted Estate here with your host, Selena Spooky Boo. And Joel. And hi, I'm Joel. Guys, we had pre-recorded a few episodes just to kind of like get a little break ski. Who knew we'd end up spiraling, but we're back and we're with Selena and we're with Joel. And we have honestly missed you guys, to be honest. I know, like it was only one week off. Uh, no, I think we had like two weeks, dude. God, no, feels like it? forever. It does feel like our lives move really, really fast to the fact that it feels like no time at all. But at the same time, it feels like 400 freaking years since we've been on the podcast. Um, A lot has really happened in the past couple weeks. Um, A lot in both our lives. What's new in your life? Like it went with you today and did something special. That was unplanned. Okay, guys, 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 guys. So if you follow my social media, you'll know that earlier in this week, Joel and I picked up one day and ended up just driving across Canada. Oh, it was like, it should have been a five hour drive, but it was a nine hour drive. Yeah, it ended up being a nine hour drive. Here's what happened. Okay. Um, We have this truck. It was a a Tundra. We've just, you know, I don't know. I don't like the color. It was just, I don't know. Wanted a certain kind of truck. We found the truck. It was really far away. I got a hold of them and they're like, yeah, we'll give you this much money for your Tesla, which was more than I paid for the Tesla. And I was like, you know what? No cap. We're going to, we're going to drive up. So we drove up to Ottawa. And if you are Canadian, then you know that Ottawa is a bit of a wacky place right now. So we went, we traded up the cars. We brought the truck home, but that meant that like, I didn't have a car. I have a summer car. We all know I have my Porsche that caused me a lot of drama, but thanks Porsche for rectifying the situation. But I didn't have a car. So I was like, I'm going to get something practical. Like a, a, you know, an A to B, you know, a grocery, yeah. a grocery getter. An SUV, something inexpensive. I was going to get something reliable. So that was the plan. Today, okay. Selena and I, we go out for our usual little breakfast place in Miss Woodstock. Miss Woodstock, guys, go to Miss Woodstock if you are local. Go to Miss Woodstock. Go ahead. Best breakfast you'll ever have. And uh, and then she's like, ah, oh, you know, let's go spin out by Car Alley. We live in a pretty small town where the car dealerships are. It's only like a kilometer away. I'm like, ah, oh, sure. We're like driving out there, driving by the, the Chevy dealership. There's a car right at the end, and it's a pretty, pretty interesting color, isn't it? What? 
Look freaking like lime green. It's called kryptonite green. Oh my god. Selena, oh, go in there right now. <laughs> you know, we get out, we stand, but like Selena's, what is that? It's a five liter Mustang. Mustang GT. Yeah, it's a cool one. And I looked at it, and my whole thing was I wanted something practical for the winter, something I could push it in. And what did I fucking do, Joel? Five liter V8 rear wheel drive. I bought a Mustang. I bought a 2020 Mustang GT. But here's the thing. It was the same color as my wig when I first started TikTok because I cut all, all my hair off and I started wearing wigs and I wore this like green wig and it was spooky boo green. So I literally bought a spooky boo mobile. I want to cover it in like spooky boo stickers and stuff like that. I was like really excited and it definitely changed my mood. So yeah, guys coming this Friday is... It's a Hot Wheels car, honestly. It literally is a Hot Wheels you, car. You know, we're in the parking lot looking in the window the salesman Mohammed comes out awesome guy would suggest him and uh you know he's got the keys like let me start it up for you and as soon as he turns it on you hear that v8 rumble and i looked at Joel and I was we don't like, even need to test drive it's just like <laughs> fuck we'll take it <laughs> I had, Selena. like dude i i wanted something practical and then my it was crazy because like everyone's like this isn't practical i'm like when have i ever been practical who cares it's a mustang who it's not supposed to be practical. i own a hearse it's a mustang i used to drive a hearse for a daily drive don't talk to that is practical compared to a hearse like what i was saying to you earlier it's the cool guy's car in movies it's the bad guy's car in movies it's yep. what they sing songs about it's what little boys point at when you drive by yeah it's what a 12 year old boy or girl whatever would have on a poster in their room the new mustang you know it's, i love that it's cool but yeah that was kind of a good ending to a kind of sad era of what has happened <clears throat> I'll start with the beginning here and then I'll just let you guys let your minds wander for a second. Adam has moved out. Why? <laughs> I know, Pause. but I, I'm asking. Pause for dramatic effect. Adam has moved out. For the Why? time being. Oh. For the time being. I pause. No, for the time being. Um I I would also like to note that I've left my depression. I think I moved into mania, to mm. be honest. That's why I'm so upbeat today. But um, Adam is very sick, something that we've talked about for a very long time. He's been kind of absent on my social medias for the past few months. Um, I'll touch quickly on the story because, you know, this is the haunted estate where we talk about the dark stuff. We talk about when I say the dark stuff, we're not just talking about hauntings and UFOs and dark stuff like that. We're also going to talk about mental health, the sad stuff. Like I just my main goal for this podcast, I just want to be myself with you guys. And that's really important to me. And Adam did take a blow to the head in 2018 and he was very sick we spent 2018 to 2019 there was not a sound in this house there was not a sound there was not a tv there was not a phone it was complete silence because he was so sick with what with concussion concussions yeah like like a really bad concussion um he ended up getting better he tried going back to work um and then eventually i got really into social media it was enough to support him he really shouldn't be in a factory um, in the condition that he was in, he was able to come home, which was great. Uh, just a series of events that just were little bits of setbacks kind of set him back to the point where he's, you know, it's, it's really hard. He's very, very sick. Um, how would you explain it? Uh, it's basically, if I was to describe it, like in layman's terms, it's concussion symptoms that don't heal. Uh, he's not far. He's in a safe environment that's quiet where he can you know take it easy basically and yeah heal properly because just the truth selena's career job is just crazy busy hectic phones back and forth up and down talking to people in different time zones up early up late like it's just it's not a what's it called 
inducive environment Con- for someone. Conductive environment. I don't know. Cons- Inc- we know what we're uh, yeah i don't know the word um but the thing is with adam is he's such an a such a helpful person and he has a hard time staying still but he keeps setting himself back so he needed to go home like his mom's a nurse like someone who can like really be with him he needed to as joel said be in an environment where he is just sitting he you know can't like we're trying to really keep it from him using his arms at all to do anything uh, it's really hard to see someone who is just the strongest person in the world unable to do anything unable to open doors unable to you know squeeze toothpaste like it's very scary so um i knew i could he could he could be here but the thing is is he's he wants to be helpful but i need him not to be helpful of course i need him to just like go home so have i bawled my eyes out for two weeks straight and just like joel's seen it just been miserable yeah but i've had joel and joel has been the best support and i stop. <laughs> stop. uh joel is more than my brother he's my my best friend and um, really because i just heard you say that on the phone to someone else right before we hit record <laughs> what chris or adam both of them. both of them. okay both here, of them. i love chris guys if you guys know chris collins um call me chris on tiktok on youtube she is my soul sister um she's been so busy she she facetimed me and it was just it, it just meant so much to catch up with her because she just I love Chris. She's one of the best people I ever met in the world. But um And she puts me in spot number three. No, yours It's okay. You you and it's Adam okay. and Chris are all tied. You guys are my best friends. Um but yeah, it's been it's been really hard. So it was really nice to hear from her, just to kind of see like a familiar face. But it's really weird going to bed alone. It's very weird, you know, having to lock because like there's like when you're in social media there's a there's a few weirdos you know uh, what i mean so yeah. locking windows locking doors setting security being like is there a bump in the night because i don't have someone here with a bat so that's been kind of hard definitely not sleeping as easily but um i miss adam at the end of the day you know along with joel he's my best friend but he is very sick and um our kind of goal for this is we're gonna be he's gonna try and get better and then we're gonna be driving to freaking utah for um a rehab center for his brain so that'll be interesting utah it's weird to be on the internet and have to keep up this like funny vibe and stuff like that when um a lot of really dark shit's going mm. on you know like you think of like stand-up comedians that you know do show for example whatever like you go to john labad center and you see a stand-up comedian what if like that morning their dog had died but they still have to go to a show well dude you um, know like back I- in october i did that live series mm. And that morning at 11 o'clock, we had that emergency with Jackson. He was fine the day before. By 11 a.m., he was dead. And by 1 p.m., we had to leave for Niagara Falls. Yeah, that was sad. And it was crazy because after they're like, you totally could have canceled that. TikTok was like, oh, my God, you didn't need to do that. But I don't want to let people down. Mm-hmm. So I didn't put out the announcement. And I'll never forget, like, I was with Joel. And we did, like, this this haunted thing in Niagara for this live show. And... I remember we got to our hour and Joel just like hit the end button on the phone and I was just like, and I lost it. Uh, sometimes you just got to hold on, right? That's what it takes. Yeah. Sometimes but you know, you I have on. Joel. I have all my amazing followers. Everyone keeps me so strong. They keep me so amazing. Also, Sam and Colby, guys, Um, if you guys are seeing this, it's already going to be out. Actually, episode two will be coming out in a couple days. <laughs> Sam and Colby season one starts February 20th, which is my birthday. My birthday is on Sunday. I'm not telling anyone how old I am. Even I'm in this video. Joel doesn't even know how old I am. Yeah, Joel and me are in the Sam and Colby video. 
It is literally this Sunday. We went to Fort Henry. Fort Henry? Yeah. Is that the one? I think so. Or is it? No, it's the Fort. Casaloma. No, Casaloma second. I don't know if we're allowed to talk about this. No, no. There are, the titles are out. Yeah, people know. We were in Fort Henry and then we were at Casaloma. So these next two weeks, Joel and I are going to be on Sam and Colby. I am so scared. Those nights were fucking crazy. Let's let's pretend we're not allowed so we can keep it a secret. Oh, what? Oh. They, they don't know what we're talking about. Oh. No, it's out. They've announced it. Yeah, everything. no, it was, uh, it was really cool. Casaloma in Toronto. If you ever have the opportunity <laughs> to go tour Casaloma. That was one guy's house. Dude, that night. Wow. Like, if you had to choose out of the two, which one was crazier to you? Yeah, Casaloma was crazy. Casaloma was bananas. My cross broke. Yeah, his cross necklace broke. Cross they show that in the thing. Yeah. They sh- did you see the trailer? I did. Yeah, so guys, make sure you watch Sam and Colby. And Along you know, with that, my book's about to come out. Can I say one more thing about the Sam yes, and Colby? Yes, go! What's really incredible in the trailer, our friend's necklace broke. <gasps> that, how'd you Call feel? Friend. <laughs> they called you your friend. Right. What about your book? Yeah, book's going to be coming out soon. Mm, what book? Uh, Hollow. Mm. I was supposed to leave for LA tomorrow. Is is the book a hard copy? They have hard covers and soft covers. Let me ask so we can in turn tell the viewers. When's it coming out? I don't know. When it's coming out. I don't know either. Oh. I'm not done, done. Like, it's almost out. It's almost out. And you know what's cool? You know who's in the book? Huh. Chris. Oh, there you go. Chris is in the book. On our nine hour drive to uh, to a place that was only five hours away and back, uh, I listened to the first time ever to Selena's The Haunting of Clandestine House. And it was incredible. It was good. I'm a bit of a bookworm. I like stories. And the whole ghost story intertwined things at the back reference to the front if i'm trying to remember high school english i believe parallelism is what the term is called there's parallelism in it it's good i would it's it's a good so you and you know joel loves books and he's kind of a hard critic so you actually enjoyed it i i genuinely enjoyed it like we're like a good reader we're pulling in a gas station go to the bathroom selena hits pause i'm like no hit play we got to finish this little bit it was like that (laughs) that's what it was like honestly that's what it was like i you know it was weird because i've never actually listened to it and where Um, where can you find that um, you can get the soft cover on Amazon. You can listen to the audio version on Audible. Um, you can get it for free on Audible if you just sign up and then cancel it. Uh, not that anyone, me. not that anyone would sign up and then cancel. cancel. I think it's literally like four or five bucks or something on there because it's only two hours long. But I'm excited for Hollow. That'll be the price of gas here shortly. <laughs> it's my biggest book too, Hollow. It's like a bigger version, so like it's smaller, but like it's like a hundred thousand words where I've never written anything over like forty-five. So it took a year to do, but like it's kind of a mix of Twilight and Euphoria, and like olden days too. Yeah. Like it's sexy. There's like a really queer cast, which Ooh. meant a lot to me. Is there some hot lesbian moments? I'm not gonna lie to you, babies. Oh. <laughs> and I might have like I even added some things that I'm like like I wanna get jewelry of for myself. Like you know <laughs> But yeah. Is there a character ap- named after me in there? No, there wasn't because I didn't know if you wanted that. You're the you're the ending of um Blackwick Falls. There's a guy that shows up named Joel. There you go. I'll have you know in the Honey and Clandestine House, the good Samaritan character is named adam yes i really throw little bits and pieces that's one thing writers do no matter what is they kind of throw bits and pieces of themselves of their life not themselves honestly i'm not a character in any of my books Hmm. i resonate a little bit with mia and hollow and i feel like i needed to do that to be able to get the story to carry as long as it did but i'm really proud of that book i think it would make an amazing fucking netflix series or a movie netflix if hello you're li- if you're listening you saw that package of guys i got a package from netflix i'm just gonna talk about it right now before we start yeah all right. 
I'm just having fun chatting with you, buddy. It's been a while. Do we? Um, do, do we chat? Well, I guess we're together every day. We don't chat, do we? <laughs> do we? <laughs> do we? I'm kidding. What about this box? Um, I got this box and it came from Netflix and I was like, what the fuck? I open it. It's a giant book. It's Netflix book club. And it's literally about like the books that have been made into Netflix movies. And I'm going to post a TikTok and I'm going to be like, this isn't an ad. Hey, but Netflix. Well, like, I write books. doesn't this book fit in here perfectly? What? Bro, and it'll I... be, it'll be your book. Bro, I'll just be like, I'll just be like, oh my God. Um, the Haunting of Clandestine House. This would make an amazing thriller for the fall. Well, can you do a fan? Do a Oh, that sounded good. Oh, that does Let that me do it again. Let me do it again. ASMR. ASMR. Wow, that was, oh, that was good. Like a deep ocean wave crashing. The words flow from the literature. Books. Here, I'm going to rub it on there. Ready? Joel's just looking at me. This took a weird turn. I don't know what we're doing now. ASMR porn. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, guys. All right, so... I asked Joel, I'm like, yo, plan the podcast. He's high. He likes doing it. He likes doing it. And today he was like, let's talk about construction. Let's talk about weird shit found under the ground that shouldn't have been discovered. Here, I'll do another fan because here we both have. Mine wasn't as good as yours. We both have 42 pages. Bro, this is going to be two podcasts. You think so? Yeah. We usually get through like 12 pages. I don't know. A lot of them are pretty short though. Oh, and you told me there were pictures. Yeah. And we can skip the important. For example, this page is a big, that's a skull. Like it's big skull. Um, our first topic is spooky things found on construction sites. Bro, hold on. What's the weirdest thing you've ever found at construction site? We have this story. Come on. Uh, the old wrench? No. Arrowhead? No. For anyone who doesn't know, I spent a, it was eight months, I say a season or whatever, working on wind turbines. Uh, wicked job. Wow. Cool experience. If you ever have the opportunity to build wind turbines, it was, uh, I was a quick question. Experience. The garbage bag that was in the kitchen, is it outside? Yeah, I put it on the other side. Okay, sorry. I don't, uh, and and I, on that job, I found multiple things. A, a soil sample from White River, Ontario, which is up north. I found a real arrowhead in a soil sample that I dug, which is incredible. And also, uh, in the middle of some farmer's field, I was digging to take a sample of clay to take it back to our lab to do a proctor test, which is a whole other thing. And in, when I like shoveled down, I hit a really old wrench, like a 150 year old wrench, which is now nailed to Zoli's shed in the backyard. Oh, is it? Mm -hmm. Do you not remember when we went to where the new houses were being built and you found a bone? No. You don't remember that? No. We were with dad. Where? We were kids at where like mom and dad's house is now. No. You don't remember that? It's not ringing a bell. It was definitely a femur. Fill me in. We were going and they had like all the like big piles of dirt and you oh, were like crawling up there's big up piles it. of rocks I was climbing on. Yeah. And you found a bone. But like. Oh uh, yeah. That's kind of bad. It was a it big was, bone. Like it, it was like my arm. Yeah. And I think it was an arm bone. But, but it could have been from an animal or something. Bro, I don't know. Mom and dad didn't take it into the police. They, they were all scared. No, they didn't give a fuck. <laughs> no, I thought they were scared. Weren't they? Scared of what? Oh my god, my Pretty sure bone. We went there in the Pontiac van. Oh my god. That's how long ago that like that was like in the nineties. I miss the Pontiac Not van. Not that bro. I gave up our age there. In the nineties. You know what grosses me out? People born in two thousand are over twenty. Yeah, it's I remember the year. I wore the glasses like 2000 at New Year's. I, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Just to give you an idea. We're not age. that old though. We're under thirty. Yeah. 
Okay, sorry. So the topics. The first topic is spooky things found on construction sites. The second topic is bizarre... Bizarre... Bizarre! Hi- <laughs> That's our new word. Wait, Joel, what is it? Bizarre? Bizarre historical items found on construction sites. And 12 newly unearthed horrific mass graves. Bro, that's sad. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. It is. You made a friggin' contents page? Yeah. Ignore I my messy so cursing. I'm so proud of you. I am so proud of you. I'm writing with a pencil, too. Because <laughs> I'm sophisticated. Anyways, okay. Sophisticated. The first creepy thing found was a 15th century Spanish hospital. What the fuck? When construction crews started to work on building a new Apple store in Madrid, which is <laughs> of Spain, course, they came across something they hadn't anticipated when they developed the plans. Workers discovered the remnants of a hospital from the 1400s that was used to treat victims of the plague. Many of those who visited the hospital never made it out as many people died of the illness. The hospital was closed and demolished in 1854 and hidden under the pavement of a public square. It wasn't until they broke the ground for the soon-to-be Apple store when they discovered what remained of the building. That's crazy. Can you I, imagine unearthing like a plague? I actually heard at, during the time of the bubonic plague, I believe it was called, uh, like mass graves were a thing because they just, there was too they many dead people. They couldn't keep up with the bodies. Yeah, and they covered them with lime or lye, lime, to like and buried them. And uh, like recently they dug up by accident, obviously they dug up bodies and they were worried that they would spread the plague again. Can you imagine if it like lived through all those years? Yeah, That'd be crazy. I hear that like they're really worried about um the giant <laughs> icebergs melting and kind of releasing into the air stuff. Like I heard the like, conspiracy theorists being like, that's how COVID started. Not a movie. The icebergs? I'm sure it that is. That iceberg melts and releases a virus? I'm sure it is. All right. Human bones. Crews were working at a construction site in Missouri. <gasps> that's where we're going in two weeks. It's a secret. Are we going to be hanging out with Haley and Kendra? If you guys are in Missouri. (laughs) Crew. Okay, right. Crews working. Crews. Crews. We're working on a construction site in Missouri when one of the trucks came to a halt while digging up an area. Upon investigating why the truck was stalled, they discovered that they had found a human leg bone. Startled by this discovery, they put the job on hold and called the authorities. Crime scene units and cadaver dogs were brought in, and a human skull was also found. The medical examiner's office said the bones were very old, and it would take some time to examine them. Unfortunately, construction had to be stopped during the investigation. You know what? That's an interesting to think about. How many times do you think, like, 
a developer has bought like a huge neighborhood like literally think of the movie poltergeist when i worked on wind turbines <laughs> yeah but like think they're out there and they're like about to make bajillions of dollars on building these huge areas of houses or putting up wind turbines and they find like a body how many times do you think they've just been like man i, I bet it's so common i even heard before for example a mine like you yeah. know a big mine like one of them accidentally smashes up a truck big equipment they dig a hole bury the truck and then report it stolen that night or whatever and just i bet it's more often and like even so you know an excavator operator doesn't sit right at the bucket like he's just taking scoops of whatever yeah, like you don't see probably it. doesn't even know like you know how well trained you'd have to be especially if it was whatever five eight hundred a thousand years old how decayed and colors torn it'd be yeah uh, the next one, tombstones. On a construction site de- being developed for new condominiums, workers found multiple headstones beneath the ground. During excavation, they found four headstones that had been broken into pieces and mixed in with the, the debris. Some of the pieces of stone had names, names on them that were legible. The excavation team called the developers who owned the site and discovered that this was once the location of a cemetery. However, there were no longer bodies buried, buried there. Based on what was left of the tombstones, they were able to identify the individuals and confirm the bodies have been moved to another cemetery. I heard that does happen a lot. Because, like, do you ever see when you're driving along the highway and you'll see, like, a huge field, but then there's, like, this little tiny cornered off area with, like, 20 tombstones that are all right beside each other? Uh, So, like, they know they're in this general area, but they need to, like... They still have to farm the land. But, like... I believe in like not moving them and like respecting it, but like if they're like two hundred years old, there's no one kind of left. You would not. So like maybe moving them to be like respectful is cool, but like if they're moving them, I guess a lot of people might get new new tombstones. But like if you're moving them, why aren't you taking their tombstones? Like how do we know we're there? Are they in a mass grave somewhere or something mm. like that? You know, previously, like for example, pioneers, like when someone died, they just buried them. Like yeah, there wasn't plots and tombstones and licensing insurance like just well that's why like buried. before like houses were a lot farther apart like we didn't have cemeteries and if you died there'd be like a corner of the generational farm where everybody was buried grandma and grandpa are behind the shit <laughs> you know? yeah like that's just kind of how it happened uh, especially like unorganized townships and stuff like that yeah, yeah the severed head of a 30 to 50 year old man was found in an active quarry in the united kingdom police believed the victim was hit by a train about a decade earlier and that the head might have been stuck in a nearby bridge it was likely that when the structure was cleaned the head became dislodged and ended up at the quarry police are still working to find out the identity of this individual Ugh. do you remember you should tell them the story about our relative which one the one who got hit by a train or no didn't get hit by a train I do you know it a little bit uh this is the time of pioneers like this is our great great grandpa and they were on the train tracks on one of those things where a guy stands on either side and they pump it up and down yeah and it was like a y right yeah and there was a train coming and they were trying to beat the train and they're pumping and pumping and i don't know if he jumped off or didn't yeah. he's he so they were pumping and he said fuck this they were on a bridge he jumped off the bridge the guys that were on pumping lived they got to their destination but he died but he died yeah like yeah. a high bridge. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the next one is a little girl's casket. <gasps> a home renovation project was underway in San Francisco when contractors discovered a strange object under the garage. They had found the casket of a little girl who was believed to have been buried 120 years ago. That's exactly what we're talking about. Yes. They decided to call her Miranda. 
Officials hypothesized that Miranda was left behind when a cemetery was relocated. <laughs> the owner of the property wanted to bury Miranda in a cemetery, but the city would not issue a burial permit for Miranda without a death certificate. An organization called Garden of Innocence, which provides burials for unidentified children, took Miranda and laid her to rest. They hope to find Miranda's true identity in the future. That is like the saddest story I've ever heard. Can you imagine like Alone. you're like looking down from heaven or whatever and saying like your baby under a garage and like they don't want to that's you know what's fucked up is saying like oh she can't come into her cemetery because she doesn't have a death certificate she's 120 years old and she's dead what else do you need yeah it's there's she's weird laws. dust there's weird laws eh? good lord next one anaconda a construction crew in brazil was blowing up a cave in preparation to work on a dam when a 33 foot anaconda emerged from inside it was claimed that this was the largest snake in history video footage of the encounter showed that the anaconda had died um so it was not possible to rehome it and further study the specimen it's unknown if the explosion killed the snake or if the workers killed it out of fear what would you do if you were digging and you found a 33 foot anaconda i would yeet myself breathe pray poo need new pants <laughs> jesus a very rare spider <laughs> A $15 million construction project in San Antonio was halted when workers discovered a very rare spider. The spider, known as Bracken Bat Cave Meshweaver... What the fuck? Who named that? Bracken Bat Cave Meshweaver... Bracken Bat Cave Meshweaver... ...is an endangered, non-venomous species that lives in caves. It has no eyes and is almost completely translucent. This was only the second time the species has been found in more than 30 years. The project was green-lighted to continue again two years later but only once the plans had been redesigned to the tune of 44 million to protect the spider's cave habitat. Wow. Somebody wanted to squash that little bitch. Somebody was like, no, you're not ruining my life. I wonder how big this spider is. Can you imagine if it was like a spider that was like this big? It was like $44 million. Oh my God. Oh my God. Can you imagine? (laughs) Imagine we live in a cave and like, no, you need to change this because this is Selena's habitat. In the 1850s, a couple were renovating their home in Paris, and they discovered the mummified corpse of a baby when it fell out of the wall during demolition. A French physician named Louis Francois Etienne Berger performed an autopsy on the body, studying the patterns of the necrophilius insects to determine that the infant had died several years earlier. This case made one of this case made him one of the first forensic omnitologists in history. You said that name amazingly. I did well with that. I, I even pressed myself. It's because we were just in Ottawa. We, there was French people. Practicing French. Hey. 15 occupied wooden coffins. What? In 2011, Vincent Marcello had an archaeologist dig up his backyard in New Orleans before construction began on his new pool. He took this extra p- precaution because he suspected he might find something morbid, given that his property sat on part of the city's first burial grounds. Sure enough, they found 15 wooden coffins right where the pool was to be installed. The coffins were said to belong to the St. Peter Cemetery in New Orleans. The bodies found in the coffins were transported to Louisiana State University to be studied and carefully reburied. The spookiest part of the story, several coffins will legally remain unearthed and undisturbed beneath the finished swimming pool. Bro. I thought... Isn't this a thing in New Orleans? They bury people above ground. Yeah. Because if well, you dig a hole, it fills with water. Well, 
Yeah, because um, I think it has something to do with like the hurricanes and stuff. And well, I thought it was the sea level was really high there. Like if you have idea. a shovel and make a hole in the ground, it fills with water. That makes sense. Isn't it? That's weird though. I don't know. My mom told me that. I don't know really no, that's so weird though. A 2,000-year-old woman. An average archaeology audit on a construction site led archaeologists to find the remains of a 2,000-year-old aboriginal woman. The teams of archaeologists initially found some teeth, but it wasn't until they discovered a toe that they realized the significance of their find. The woman's remains were underneath a main road in Florida, and it was suspected that she was a member of the Tequesta tribe that had lived in the area a couple thousand years earlier. Archaeologists believe the woman died of a disease based on the damage indicated of her remains. I wonder what the damage was. Well, like disease damage is nerve damage? I don't know. Maybe it could be like osteoporosis or something? <laughs> Eating your bones? Uh, 200-year-old burial chambers. Damn. When contractors in Manhattan began a $9 million project to install water main near Washington Square Park, they knew they could be in for a frightening discovery. From 1797 through 1825, the area had served as a public burial site, prompting New York's Department of Design and Construction to engage archaeologists from the earliest stages of the project. Sure enough, crews unearthed two crypts containing coffins and human bones that were approximately 200 years old. Can I just say something about that quick about New York? When Selena and I had gone (laughs) to New York for her job, for work, uh, we went to the 9-11 Museum, which was an incredible memorial, and I suggest you go to. And actually, when they were building the New World Trade Center, they found remnants of old ships at the bottom. Yeah. Like underground. They're like, what the heck are these remnants of old ships? And I guess way back in the day, they knew that buildings sunk, so they would dig a hole before they built something and just put whatever they had extra laying down there and then put the foundation on top of it. And from, you know, 250, 300 years ago, this where Manhattan is now was originally a Dutch settlement. Uh, they put broken ships. That's bananas. Yeah, and they found them, like, only in, like, when they, you know, early 2000s. <laughs> That's crazy. It's crazy. A murder victim. A contractor working on a vacant home in Poughkeepsie, New York. Poughkeepsie, I said that right. Because I've seen the Poughkeepsie tapes. Uh, New York stumbled upon a gruesome discovery. Hidden behind a false wall in the basement was a body of a woman wrapped in a sheet and contained in a large plastic bin. The remains belonged to Joan Nichols, who at the time had been missing for 28 years. Though a thorough investigation had taken place when she was first reported missing, Joan was never found. And her case remained open since 1985. An autopsy determined that the cause of death was to be blunt force trauma to the head. Given that Joan's body was discovered in the home she had shared with her husband, he became a suspect in her murder investigation. Unfortunately, James Nichols passed away before the discovery was made, so he will never stand trial for the murder of his wife. It's obviously murder, right? Yeah. Blunt force trauma. Sometimes when I see dates like that, like 1985, that's like the year that Adam's a lot older than me, um, that Adam uh, was born. <laughs> I'm like reincarnation because sometimes I have these memories that aren't mine. So like I like Google obituaries from like February 13th or like February 19th. I know we talked about this before. Uh, the topic of reincarnation. Like I always believe that somehow I was Asian in a past life. Yep. Like I hear like old Asian music or like I play this video game World of Warcraft where there's sort of an Asian theme thing, and I have like a sense of coming home there, even though 
I've yeah. lived in Southwestern Ontario. I love that. <laughs> and you know what was weird is like I always thought that like I always like kind of resonated with like the 1800s, but I also really resonated with like being a warrior of some kind. And I literally found out from that psychic that I was like a Viking leader, and I was a fucking asshole. It's because you're tough. Yeah. Means you're Danish, right? A Viking. I don't know, you're man. Danish. I'm a Viking. A mass grave. In 2015, construction crews working on a property in Shuki Kill County, Pennsylvania, <laughs> discovered human bones. The property had been rumored to be a burial ground, and the local myth turned out to tr- be true. Historians believe the site was a potter's grave or mass grave for victims of the 1918 Spanish influenza. Shuki Kill County was hit particularly hard, with the death toll from the Spanish flu reaching 1,600 people in one month. Bro. That's like 400 people a week. That's insane. That's like 60, 70 people a day. What? Our next topic, uh, bizarre historical facts discovered on construction Bro, we're sites. already up to time on our podcast. This might be two episodes. Dude, this might be three episodes. What have you done? We're only one category in. There's two more. Do you want to tell people? We'll just save it for another one. Do you want to tell people? Joe, look at Joe. He's what? I feel like this we're on great. a roll here. Yeah, but we can get two podcasts out of this. Right, okay. We want everyone to have a taste. Okay. We want to do more? It's up to you. It's up to you. What do you want to do? You seem really eager. Well, he's... having a good time. All right. Keep going, buddy. Uh, in... Oh, I have to... This is my turn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, buddy. Okay, here's watch it. Yourself. We both do one more, and then we're going to sing podcast. Okay, okay, okay. Obviously, we're very... Well, how perfect. many artifacts have been found? 16. Oh damn! Okay, we're okay, gonna let's save do some of these. This is a teaser, each. a teaser for the next episode. Let's do two each. Two each. Okay, I'm gonna start, guys. These are artifacts. Crazy artifacts have been found <laughs> on construction sites. Did you hear that wheeze? Yeah, oh we're very, gosh. very professional here. Yeah. That's why this is laid out properly. Absolutely. We're not just doing this on the vlog. Look at this stack of paper. Did Let- you hear that? You listen to listen. Ready? You did that. ASMR. 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 Can we sing the song? First, we have two words. Do you remember the words? What's our first word? Three, two, one. Badusi. What's our second word? Three, two, one. Huzzah. <laughs> that was unplanned. <laughs> that was unplanned. And what's our song? Every day I'm getting closer to taking a bath with, with a, a freaking toaster. toaster. I love you, Joel. This is weird. This <laughs> is weird. Mm. All right, come okay. on. Take, uh, in 1850, a Parisian couple was having work done to their apartment when the mummified remains of a baby fell out of the wall. At first, there was a lot of suspicion about the couple, but <laughs> Dr. Marcel Berguet decided to determine that the amount of time since the death and using common house files to see if they would swarm over the body, it was determined that the child had passed away quite some time ago. Therefore, there was no further information about the ch- who the child was or how he or she per- uh, perished and ended up in the wall. This is from the last one. We just yeah, read this. that's weird. Interesting. That was weird. Well, guys, double dose. Babies and walls don't do that. A child's letter to Santa Claus from 1943 was found in a chimney. I thought these were artifacts, Joel. So far, we got a baby. Okay, the next one's a 700-year-old mummy. Okay, we'll do this. I like the Santa Claus letter. This is sweet. This is a happy note to end on. 
Okay. A letter was written by a little boy named David and addressed to Santa Claus during the Christmas of 1943. The letter was presumably placed with care inside the chimney of David's home. 72 years later, contractor Lewis Shaw was helping demolish the same home when his crew found the letter still inside the chimney, and it read, Dear Father Christmas, Please can you send me a Rupert Annual and a drum box of chalks, soldiers and Indians, slippers, and any little toys you have to spare. Love, David. That is freaking sweet. Miraculously. What? The letter was reunited with David. Shaw tried to track him down with Facebook, and by speaking to neighbors who still live close by, the search even gave birth to a social media campaign, hashtag FindDavidShaw, eventually found the still-living David. That is so sweet. I think that is a beautiful moment to end the podcast on. Guys, do you still write letters to Santa? Do you? I didn't even write letters when I was a kid. <laughs> Let's be realistic. Yes, here. you did, didn't you? I remember. This is. I'm dead serious. We used to put carrots on the front porch. Like, remember there was that bench? Yes. And then I, I'm not making this up. Like, we go down there in the morning, whatever, and Zoli's like, "Look, Joel, the reindeer ate the carrots, and they'd like been all gnawed on." And I'm like looking at Dad, and he has carrot in his teeth. Like he did it, <laughs> and then like came back inside. Like Joel, let's look at the carrots. I swear, true story. Being a parent <laughs> must be wild. Yeah, true story. Like wild. Joel, like, look, the reindeer ate the carrots. Oh my God, I can't wait. Like I told Adam, like we're we're not gonna be in this house for too much longer, and I really want to foster kids but like i want to foster teenagers so they're going to be out of that stage but could you imagine fostering a kid that's like five and still believes in santa and be like like just be like getting to do that for a season i'm a little selfish about it do you not believe in santa i believe in santa aren't you young enough to believe in santa i believe in santa as long as i could and i'll never forget mom and dad i just said to them one day i was like what's up with (laughs) this what's up Cause I'm a forceful person, and mom and dad Selena. came in and they shut the door, Selena. and I, I still remember Selena. it. Christmas, like Christmas, Christmas Eve. Oh, <laughs> I remember you coming in my room. Joy, you up? Let's go. Come on, we got sitting downstairs. Catch Santa, like, like ninja, like, boop, 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 like where's Santa? And like mom and dad, like, girl, get the fuck to bed. Yeah, like, yeah I'll oh. never forget that. But um, yeah, I believe in. I'll just never forget them like shutting the door and being like, all right, all right. So, and they like told me. And I like got in the feet. What did position. they tell you? What they tell you? So like I literally go and I've been bothering them so much, and then they come in. I'm in my bed. That, that how, wood how bed. old are you? Paint the full picture. Oh my here. god, I don't, I don't even know. You would have been like six, seven. So maybe I was like ten ish, eleven. So grade five, six. I don't know, but like they come in and they shut my door, and they're like, "What do you want to know?" In your bedroom. Yeah, and like, "What do you want to know?" Zoli just walks in your bedroom. And goes no, what do you mom and know? dad. Oh, mom they, and dad. Mom together. and dad walk in together. Yeah. Because mom could walk when you were ten. Yeah, she could. Mom could walk when mom didn't get sick till like grade seven. So uh, I was I in grade seven. So they walk in and they're like, what do you want to know? And I was like, mom and dad walk in your room. And they I close the door. Up. I just say to them, There's I go, theme music playing. No, there isn't. I just sit in there and I just go, I go, Santa Claus. And they're quiet. And I know. And then I'm like, Easter Bunny. <laughs> and they're quiet. They just spilled the beans. And they just shake their head. And then I go, <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> and then I'm like, God. <laughs> <laughs> One other random thing. <laughs> and I'm, no, but dude, I get in the fetal position and I just wrap the blankets and they're like, don't tell Joel. I'm like, I don't want to ruin him. <laughs> One other random thing. I don't even know why. You're getting punished for something. And uh, like, we're in the bathroom. Pretty sure I was there. And they got a bar of soap, like zest soap. <laughs> like, Selena, you got to lick the soap. And like, you're like, 
And then you ate it. I ate it. I swore. <laughs> you just ate it. If we said something we weren't supposed to, we were supposed to lick some. You gotta lick the soap. And I was so stubborn. And I'd be like, yeah. And they'd be like, do it again. And I remember it was that green apple soap. The zest. Yeah. What's yeah. the zest? And I just kept licking it. And I was like, our parents were spankers. And my dad would spank me. I'd be like, yeah, buddy. <laughs> Fucking do it again. And I didn't care. I was like, punish me. We had such weird childhoods. So God, we had the weirdest childhood ever. But you couldn't punish me. Lock me in your, <laughs> lock me in my room. Fucking great. I didn't want to come out anyways. Eat soap. Delicious. Yeah, we had weird childhoods. We turned out okay, mm. I think. But anyways, guys, that will wrap up this episode of The Haunted Estate. I want you guys to remember that no matter what is going on in the world, everything can change. Do not make a permanent decision on a temporary situation because no matter how bad it is, sometimes it has to get so bad before it gets so good. But you will not be stuck in bad forever. Change your situation. Change the people around. If it's not working, change it. I know you think you can't, but you absolutely can. Everything can happen and change overnight. Everything changed overnight for me so no matter what's going on in your life know that i love you and i am not saying that lightly and i totally mean it please go check out my youtube channel it would mean so much to me i'm trying to grow over there subscribe to this podcast you want it to do well head over to apple apple blah 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 apple podcast give me five stars leave me a review go purchase my books my merch is up damn guys i have my palette up so many good things are happening right now in my life and good things are about to happen in yours too joel anything to say thanks for watching Thanks for watching, guys. Stay weird, Boo Crew. I love you. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.